Welcome into the BFR podcast presented by Sports Mockery. Bears versus Broncos recap. We're here. It's fresh. Uh, we thought we'd get you know get it to you now. Authentic. Um, Vicky, man, this is a tough one. Um, we kind of both kind of shared our thoughts on Twitter. Uh, speaking of Twitter, you can follow Ficky at uh, on Twitter, all socials. It's Ficky Baby. Check me out at Twitter as well, Dave underscore BFR. All my work, sportsmockery.com. How you feeling, man? This one's tough. <laughs> Bro, it's I'll say this. I will say this. We'll start off with a positive. <laughs> I'm walking away feeling better than how I felt last week, right? Because even though the result was the same, and I'm still still think the coaching is god awful, which we'll get into. I walk away with like, well, you know what? Our quarterback had his best game he's ever fucking played as a bear, right? Like I can walk away and be like, wow, we lost. But for once, for the first time in since probably last season, I could be like, well, you know what? It's not because of our quarterback, right? Because every loss so far, like Fields may not have been the main reason, but you looked into it and go, "Eh," you know, he could have done some things. So you can't, it, it, you would have to be blind. Like I see people on Twitter and whatnot saying like this on field, it's on field. Sure. He made like two mistakes, but let's mm-hmm. the first three quarters, that man basically had like no incompletions, right? He had like three, nothing like that. And it was the fourth quarter where things went kind of out of hand. So anyways, before I, you know, go on a rant, I'm in a, it sucks. We're in the same, we're in the same fucking places last week. I still fire everyone, but at least we're if, if Fields can continue playing like this, then you know what? It's almost like last year all over again. The losses don't matter. At least we have our quarterback. So after all that, you know, take a breath. I'm all right. How are you doing? Dude, I, I don't I don't feel like that at all. I feel like the complete opposite almost because like, yeah, we get to the point with Fields where it's like, oh, you know, he showed some things. And yeah, he had almost damn near perfect game yeah. up until that fourth quarter where I was looking at his numbers, man. He was like... Oh, man, five for I think 11. he had five for 11 interception fumble, for fumble, touchdown. you know, gave up a touchdown. It's like the fourth quarter when it mattered where he could have changed. Yeah. The narrative with, with fields or the coaching is abysmal. First of all, Matt, Eberflus, he's got to go. You got to right, fire him. You, I know we have a short week. We're playing Washington, a good defense, but even if he's there or he's not, it does not matter with this team. We're going to lose. It, simple as that. Washington is a very competitive team. They are a lot better than the Bears. And you're one shot right now to kind of turn the season, maybe gain some momentum and and ride off that. You lost it today. You're going in on a short week defeated. You just had a great victory in your hands. And the yeah. coaching staff fumbled it. Yeah, Luke Getze, he looked like a completely different person, which is great for most of the game. But I don't know whose decision it was. And maybe, you know, they, they probably do. They'll admit to it. But whoever it was to take the ball out of his hands on that fourth and one instead of kicking so that dumb. field goal, because I like going for it. I'll get to that here in a second to kind of see how yeah. you feel. But they they took it out of his hands, man. And whoever did that, whether it was Flus or Getsy, they got to go. Th- that was a terrible – everyone from Denver to Chicago knew they're probably going to hand this off to Herbert, aren't they? Yeah. You know, and it's like – did it they, 10 plays in a row. <laughs> we did it literally it worked, that whole drive. It worked. Which is it worked. I want to go over Wait. some stats right here, Ficky. Yeah, Wait a second. So before, just, uh, before we go, we do have a uh, super yeah. chat from uh, the Ghost of Judah tribe. He's uh, $2, so we thank you for that. He said, I told you busting ain't it. Get busting nuts, boo. Look, I mean, the interception's tough. The uh, Claypool – not Claypool. We can get to him, but – uh commit said in the post game him and justin had they he ran the wrong route and there's a miscommunication so like again it's kind of like coaching that's how i go back to but i get it we still i'm i'm in the boat with fields is like this was a great game if he consistently plays like this or like plays well then i'm like 
okay, let's stick with Justin. I know it's just one game, but I'd rather have him play like this than how he's been playing. So am I saying he's automatically our future guy? No, but if he consistently shows more of these games, then I would rather not us use a pick on Caleb Williams, who's going to have the same issues and have to start from scratch than, you know, someone that we kind of have some faith in. But anyways, go ahead, continue. Yeah, I just want to, we'll, we'll reel it in here. We're going to go to our kind of few few um, thoughts from the game, but I want to go over stats. Justin Fields, 28 to 35, 335 yards passing. First 300-yard game, you know, that's awesome. I was afraid he wasn't going to get it at one point. Mm -hmm. He was kind of stuck at 285. Uh, he yeah. finished with four touchdowns, one interception, and of course that fumble that swung the game, you know, obviously. Khalil Herbert, 18 carries for 103 yards, 5.7 yards a carry. Justin Fields finished with four carries for 25 yards. Tyler Scott had a, two carries for 19. Roshan Johnson, five for 13, which he kind of regressed. That was kind of – that was a little bit shocking. Cole Komet receiving 85 yards, two touchdowns, seven receptions. DJ Moore, 131 yards, eight receptions yep. and a touchdown. Mooney chipped in four reception, 51 yards. And then St. Brown had that one nice catch for 21. So it's – the offense, man, it looked great. But you, you got to – Anyways, let's get to the takeaway. So what is your, well, first of all, we talked about fields, but where are your other takeaways from this game? We'll start with the positive. So go ahead and give me like one or two just from this game. Oh, running looked much better this game. Running yeah, the ball. The, Cleo outside, Herbert looked good. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cleo Herbert looked good. The running plays, they, we had a variety of them. You know, they were diverse in the type of running plays we had. Kind of came to our demise because in the fourth quarter, that's literally all we did or really the second half. But it was working. So, you know, I got to give credit to where it's due. That helped Fields play, you know, more free and things like that. So I said that was one of my keys to the game to begin with. And, you know, I, so if I said that's what the key is and it ended up, you know, we had a great running day. I can't even though we lost, like, I got to give props. Like, we ran the ball better. Like, overall, Getsy, I think, called a much better game other than some like crucial fourth. Like they got to work on their fourth down calls. They just have to, they're, they're garbage. But um, yeah, the running the ball was, was actually pretty good. Specifically Herbert. Herbert was going off. So what about you? You're on mute. You're on mute. The bears got me flustered, man. It, this one's yeah. a tough one. <laughs> Anyways, running game. Absolutely. That was going to be my main takeaway. They really stuck to it you know, almost to, you know, their own detriment, you know, on that fourth and one, giving it to, uh, to uh, Herbert. But for me, I, I like DJ Moore. That was one thing that I, I really thought he had some, not just, obviously he made some plays, but it was like, there were some tough, you know, catches. He had to change his body, like for that touchdown. And, and that was, you know, that, you know, maybe a gift from the refs there, but I mean, he had a couple catches in traffic where he held onto the ball, one on the side where he got absolutely hammered in the back. I was like, how was he not hurt? Like he just kept getting up. So for me, it's like, He's the real deal. Whether Justin Fields is here next year or Caleb Williams or whoever's at quarterback, I really believe he is maybe not top tier, top echelon wide receiver one, but he is legit. And I think even more than Allen Robinson was because, I mean, look oh, at these numbers, eight receptions, 131 yards, 16 per catch. Like on average, he was having 16 yards. So good things happened when Fields was targeting him. And it sucked on that final drive for me. It's like where you didn't, you, you didn't get the ball to him. You know, yeah. except for that third or uh, was it third, third and mm -hmm. third and five? I mean, you got them there, yeah. but you're targeting Cole Komet, who had a great game, and I think he's a great red zone target. And 
you know, for me, he I guess he ran the wrong route. I'm trying to find that quote. Is that what he is that what it, happened? It was in the post game. They said it was a misunderstanding. So I don't know. They didn't they didn't say I have it here. He, Cole Komet yeah. said he and Justin Fields had a miscommunication on the interception. Komet ran one route and Fields thought he was going somewhere else. But it ended up being pretty close. And I think the ball may have even been tipped. I was trying to like I haven't been able to watch it back. Obviously, it's all fresh, but I think the ball was tipped a little bit. I think, I think yeah, it was tipped, and I think he was wanting to continue and I think Cole sat like he was supposed to continue like on the cross and he and Cole, and Cole sat there so he threw it just a little bit in front of him so yeah yeah but listen but to this another uh, another takeaway and this one's not necessarily good um and I'll I'll send it back to you for your final takeaway from this game before we kind of just like air it out a little bit more but Matt Eberflus yeah. this is this is for me like I really think he has to go I know he's a good guy that's fine but his defense got lit up 24 unanswered he let Russ cook, and the rest of the league has not let him do that this year, yeah. in my opinion. He's had some strides, but it's like the Broncos, man. They could not stop. They couldn't be stopped. And it's like Flus, Allen Williams, it doesn't really matter. I understand the talent, the depleted secondary, and maybe the game is different. I think it would be if we had Kyler Gordon, Eddie Jackson. Um, JJ. JJ. Definitely a different game, in my opinion. But for Flus, he's now 3-18. and 18. He has the worst uh, winning percentage of any coach in Bears history. Also, I think the – Fort- 14 games in a row, our defense has given up 25, 25. points. That's, an, that's a NFL record. So, um, yeah, yeah, he's got to go. No, there's no – you're done, buddy. Sorry. Like, at the end of the day, like, if he doesn't get fired, he probably won't get fired this week, but he's done. He will not be back next season. It's, yeah. it's done. It's a done this, deal. This is from Zach Pearson. He's in the locker room right now. Um, Zach Pearson, who is on the Bear Report, he said, man, that was a tough locker room to be in. Those players are feeling it. He kind of talked about Fields here. He said Fields sat in the locker with his pads jersey on, looking at the or just looking at the ground. He's taking this one tough, yeah, and he should. It. And I know I'm, I, I am very disappointed in Fields on 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 that fumble. I don't really like the intentional well, no, let grounding. Me, no, let me get to that though, because I got a comment though, and this yeah. is why I've said coaching because Fields brought up something good. Yeah. So we have this comment here from the Ghost of Judah Tribe. Not on coaches. An interception is strip sack for a touchdown return. Interception, we talked about it. Miscommunication on routes. That's coaching. They should know where they need to go, okay? Second thing, Field said in his presser when I was watching right before we hopped on live here, he said, I'm taught, I'm coached on bootlegs to never take a sack. He, was, he said, I, the number one rule is I am not allowed to take a sack. So when he did a bootleg and there was a dude right in his face, he's told, get rid of the ball, okay? That guy was right there. So that you know what goes back to that is that it's predictability as well with Getsy, right? They sent that guy because they knew we were going to do a boot to that side. Literally, Fields turned around immediately. Boom, someone's in his face. So again, sure, Fields, Fields is the one. He's the easy. Fields is the easy scapegoat. The man put up four touchdowns, 300 yards. Any other quarterback, that's a win. Any other quarterback, that's a win. You can't ask your quarterback to put up numbers like that and then be like, he's not the guy. The problem is you're carrying over. I like to look at it like, what have you done for me recently, right? I'm not going to look at that game and be like, oh, because of the other ones prior, this is Fields' fault. It is not. Now, that now, like I said, we need to get consistency through it. But to look at that game and still blame Fields for all this stuff, like it's it's the coaching because you see it throughout the defense gives up 25 points every game coaching coaching yeah. on both sides of the ball it's crazy let me let me throw this out the there Go ahead. because it's been a tough i love that I, i'm with you 
he's had a tough season or it's a it's we're officially a quarter of the way through this season. So we still have three more and a game, you know, since there's 17 in this season now. Um, but he, this is his stats on the, on the year, 861 yards passing seven touchdowns, five interceptions, 86.8 passer rating. Of course, today was great. Probably upped his numbers a little bit. Washington will be a tough test and it's fresh right now. So it really sucks. And so the, the, the fumble, I agree. It's not a hundred percent on him. It's just, man, it's like, sometimes, you know, we scream like, just take the sack there, you know, and, and, yeah. and maybe t- he's like, I don't want to take, you know, coaching kind of plays a role. He's like, don't take bad sacks. And maybe he's not sure what is a bad sack, you know, and that one right there, it's like, you might just need to go down there, you know, just take the hit. I bet he will on the next of, one. Yeah. He's dead in the water there and it doesn't help as soon as he turns the corner, you know, he's head back to right it. Right in his face, right man. There's face, nothing you can do. And but I will say two things in that fourth quarter. And, and we've seen it time and time again with Fields. And last year he had no help, no weapons. So I get it. But it's almost like a reoccurring theme where he had a couple opportunities to really close the door or, you know, change the narrative and save, you know, a, a franchise quarterback, in my opinion. I think they come away with this one, man. They find a way, put the team on their back. I say and that. I know. What do you say? I only, I, I only will say the opposite of we think of people like Justin Herbert. Justin yeah. Herbert, right? Great. Like everyone's like, Justin Herbert, that's a franchise guy, right? They lose games all the time. They're in yeah. literally the same situation, Brandon Staley. And there's been multiple drives this year, final drives where he doesn't come through, but puts up massive numbers, has a great game. So then I look at it and I go, okay, why are you in that position to begin with? Fields, right? If you field should have not even been in a position to try to win this game. The, the, why are we giving we're up 21 to seven or 28 to seven. Let's also a big thing happened this, this game as well. Not only we just make records, right? Fields get fields, got the 16 uh, completed pass in a row. That's a record by the bears. Also on the other side, a 21 point lead, biggest blown lead in bears history. Not to also add on that we've lost. We have not won a game since October 24, 2022. It is almost going to be a full year since we've seen a win. Do not. I don't care who you put in this, who you put in this team. doesn't matter. If you're not winning games, coaching across the board, you can't go this long. It's going to be, we're basically, what's about to happen, Dave, is we're basically going to be 0-17, right? We didn't do a full season, but it was split between two seasons where we would lose 17 games around. We're at 14 now. We could easily th- lose three more. So I get like, it's so easy to be like, oh, Fields, Fields. And Fields hasn't, I'm not saying Fields is the franchise guy. I'm not like, oh, we have to stick with him and not get Caleb Williams. But what I'm saying is Fields isn't the biggest issue. The biggest issue are the idiots that run this team and everyone underneath. And we talked about in the pregame, we've talked about it consistently. They're not getting the players to play to their best of their ability. And so because of that, they need to go. And if that mm-hmm. means, you know, we restart from the jump, whatever, get new Caleb Williams. All I'm saying is this. If you grab Caleb Williams and put him in this, it's going to do the same thing that we did to Fields year one. You're just taking mm-hmm. something that's great, putting it in a horrible situation, and it spits out junk. What are you going to do? Caleb Williams has four seconds in the pocket, all these beautiful wires. He's throwing to Jerry Rice's son. You know what I mean? It's the same thing Fields was doing in college. Right, it's not like Fields yeah. was a bad prospect. So no, the I tape's similar. He had, he, Caleb Williams has a lot of time, and Fields, if you look at his tape, he had a lot of time, which almost creates, you know, some. It's not his fault. You get some bad habits from that when you're playing with such a elite 
line elite weapons at that college level. But again, this defense, Denver's defense, I, I love Fields. I'm I'm for him, and I don't believe this game is 100% on him. It's on Flus. It's on the coaching staff. Absolutely. They failed him today, and, and they failed him since he's been here in Chicago. Simple as that. Facts. However, Denver, according to PFF, they have the 32nd or the last dead in the league as far as their defense goes. It's the worst defense in the league. Bears are 28, so they're not far behind. And you saw Russ cook in the end, which the defense, honestly, I thought early on was performing at a very, very high level. So I don't know what changed. Maybe Denver and, you know, it's Sean Payton. He's a Hall of Fame coach, so he's going to adjust. He's going to – I mean, he did it against Flu somehow. I, honestly, it was – it's mind-boggling that the Bears did lose this game given everything that went right for them today. You had – you look at those numbers. You would have told us, like, that's what they're going to be putting up. The Bears are winning. And and somehow yeah, this franchise, this team, it's still fit. They still find a way, man, to to break it, to break our hearts. To you know, we're rock bottom, and, and next week or Thursday, we could be even more. You know, somehow they will find a way to just keep pushing us down. But if we if we go over a whole year, because it's getting very close to not winning a yeah, game, we're almost there. At that point, Crazy. you just got to fire them. You just got to like you can't do that. You can't go a full year well, and be like, yeah, he's still around. The only thing that's different with this organization than previously is that we have Kevin Warren and this oh, is yeah. the first time wild everyone card. falls underneath. We have a president who could wild card. Right. So it could easily, it's not going to happen now because you know, that it's a quick turnaround. Yeah. We have three days, but if we don't so, win Thursday, whoo, that might not, be it. There's no, there's no, there's no fucking way. I, there's just no way. You're Unless beat the only way we could win, the only way we could win is like Bojack comes Dude. back. JJ comes back. Kyler will be back, and Tevin might be back. They could all technically come back. Uh, maybe not yeah. Kyler. Kyler's four. He's weeks, that. He comes back week six. Yeah, you could if you get a couple people eight. back. But I mean, but it's just the Washington's defense for me. They're twelfth in the league right now, um, barring you know they're they're this year and uh, or this this game. So right now, as it stands, heading into this Sunday, they were like almost a top ten defense. That their their line, their D line. Chase Young's playing pretty good. Um, so, I mean, they're just going to be, it's going to be different than Denver. Yeah. You know, you're oh, playing. Sure. So I'm like, how well can this offensive line hold up? You know, fields, you know, there was a, quite a bit of open, you know, players in the middle of the field today, commit. I mean, sure. The offense, maybe they get into a rhythm and we see kind of like a streak. They went on last year um, after that Patriots game uh, against yeah. like, you know, Cowboys dolphins. So maybe yeah, this yeah. kind of unlocks some things, but no matter what, you still have the coaching. You still have that defense that is just, yeah. They're beat up without a full healthy secondary. There's no chance they are going to stop really anyone in this league. I don't care who it is, you know. So yeah, for me, and Tyler has I, a great point here. Uh, just to double it? down with you, Dave, he said uh, Bears have looked way worse than other teams in the second halves this year. It feels like an indictment and lack of adapting from coaches, which is also I think that's true, spot on. So I just want to share because I think it, it 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 just ties into everything we've been talking about. Absolutely. So I, hopefully, though, hopefully, though, right? Because I think last year, when after the Patriots, we played the uh, Dallas, right? And Dallas was the third defense in the league, and Fields still had a great game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if we're going to keep losing, but Fields keeps putting up 300 yard games or looks like good, right? I, I'm like, that's better. Because at the end of the day, the goal of this season now is, is, one, is one thing. And it was the goal from the start of the season, but there were more goals that are now gone because we suck. That goal is still to determine if Justin Fields is the guy or not. All right. We have three games that say, okay, maybe he's not. We have one that says he is. We have 
14 games left to figure that out. If we end up, and this is something that sparks and it ends up being like eight, nine games, right? 10 games. It's like, oh, Fields is like just balling out. Need a bigger sample size for sure. Right. Then we can start to be like, okay, walk away and be like, we have the first two picks. We can do what we did last year, trade that away, things like that. So that's the ideal situation. But we got got more games to see it. This one is not on Fields. Absolutely not. I agree with you. It is tough. He had some mistakes in that fourth quarter, but it shouldn't have been that close. At all. He shouldn't shouldn't be having to try to win this game in the fourth quarter at all. It should have been put away. Pick a field goal. A field goal, bro. This what fourth and one if you're going to – So you agree with that? Do you you like that they went for it? Well, here's my thing. Because I do. I I like that they went for it. I don't like that we went for it, and I'll explain that in a second. If it's any other team, I go, go for it. I like the ballsy call. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. But since we saw what we first of all, Packers game fourth and one, tight end sneak, sneak didn't work, right? Did that shit again we do today? The, almost lost. Same it. thing. First quarter, almost <laughs> lost it. Rinse and repeat. I'm like, yo, you've got to be kidding me. First drive, we're not getting this. Wild, right? It brought me back. It was like Vietnam, PSD, like PTSD, <laughs> just flashbacks, bro. And so I after I saw that, I was like, I tweeted, I was like, nope, you're not gonna put the ball in. And JF1's hands, right? You're not going to do that? So I was like, whatever. That's not going to happen again. Literally, the game-defining play. And if you look at it, if he was, if he would have just, like, pulled, bro, that's a first down. Easily. What are we doing? Or don't even give him the option. Even if it's a read, don't make it a read. Make it just a QB run. Have him pull it no matter what. Bro, I just don't get it. So because of that, I'm like, if it's any other team, like I like the gutsiness. I was like, let's do it. But no. then deep down, I was like, this team no. is, they're dumb. They're Dude, dumb. They're going to do something. Dumb. You're in shotgun. Can't be, we have Kari in the game. Get in an eye formation. Mm-hmm. Run the ball. Something simple. I don't care. It's always this crazy stuff. And just your best player is Justin Fields. And you take the ball out of his hands. It's as simple as that. I don't care if you wanted him to pass it there or if you just run a QB design run to the edge and, hey, go get me fucking a half a yard, one yard, and let's put this game away. But no, it's the same play. It's almost similar to like the uh, Tampa Bay game where they ran the screen three times in a row. You saw it working with Herbert where you're like, okay, you know, your shotgun handed to Herbert, you know, um, uh, you know, basically a uh, half a draw, just giving it to him, you know, on, on, on the shotgun. And it's like, we saw it work and it was great. And, it, but it's like, they kept going to it. Cause like, it's like mad. And like, just kept on spamming the same damn play. It's like every week with this team, they, they do something stupid. And the coaching staff is, you know, at the forefront of it. And so for me, you take the ball out of his hands there, whether you, and that's just unacceptable. That's why I'm like, someone has to get fired. They're making the right decision, in my opinion, to be aggressive there, to put this game away. You just need one yard, and you have one of the best running one. quarterbacks in the league. Sure, he's getting bottled up on some of these, but it's like, just go get one. He's six foot three, 200 something pounds. Don't run bro. the same play that you kept on don't doing. Over, don't overthink it. Also, K Down made a great comment. Everyone liked the live. We appreciate y'all being here. If you're here for the therapeutic session that we basically put on for y'all, I think there's a comment earlier where he said, like, I don't know how you guys, well, I'm, I think he said they're grateful that we're talking Bears because he wouldn't be able to do it after what we, what we've seen, but we do it for y'all yeah. because it's, yeah. it is a, it is it's a fun session to let no our matter how terrible, no, how about our, no matter how terrible this team oh. is, I enjoy football. Are. We enjoy bears football and they frustrate the hell out of us, frustrate the hell out of me. Like after this one right here, I was like, 
this one was a tough loss. Like it hit my heart, dude. I was just like Fields having the type of day he did. I saw it kind of going downhill, and I was like, I think I texted you. I was like, there's like no way. There's like no way. Like we're finally going to yeah. get a good post game pod. It's going to be good, and then just slowly slow Shit it to bed. And now here oh we are. But love it. We Inevitable. love the support. Absolutely, <laughs> we appreciate it. Like I said, it, it's been a fun ride, and and hopefully it gets better. We keep saying this. I keep saying it. Hopefully we have a fun pod we to react to. to. And I thought this <laughs> was the to. one, but. We'll, we'll get there whether it's now or you know maybe come at draft time April or something like that. We'll, oh we'll see. God, but bro. <laughs> if you are here first time, what or you know returning, we appreciate it. Hit the like button, subscribe if you want to kind of you know know when we go live. Hit the notification bell. It really does help the the channel go or grow. And it's it, it's fun, man. It, it's fun to talk Bears even if they they suck. You know, it, it's a weird feeling, but it is. You know, it, it's um it's cool to be able to do it. So yeah, tough absolutely. loss, but anyways, I want to kind of switch. Kind of to Chase Claypool real quick. Just got some crazy news Yo, here. Yeah, I don't know I if you're that. following along. Yeah, so in the presser, there's yeah, been some details that. coming out. And Chase Claypool was, first of all, was reported. This is how dysfunctional this damn franchise is. It was Bro, reported. Crazy. Adam Johns, nothing against him. This is on the Bears. Not him and his reporting. This is on the Bears because they can't get their shit together. It was reported. It was answered, hey, Chase Claypool, he stayed home today. It was his decision. About four minutes later, five minutes later, a representative, team representative comes out. is like, hey, oh, no, we told him. We told him to stay home. So first of all, why are you telling him to stay home? It, it wasn't just Adam Johns either, because uh, Cro- uh, I think Cronin from there's a yeah. lot of reporters that are reporting it. But That's crazy. There's a little nugget here that in Fields in his presser, he talked about Field or Claypool being benched or something like that. This is from uh, on Twitter. Here it goes. Going off Fields' comments, um, almost looks like um, that Claypool lost his emotions a little bit when he was told he was inactive. Thus, kind of spiraling out of control. Who knows? Maybe more information comes out here, but it's like the Bears are a dumpster fire, man. It's like dog shit, bro. After the Allen Williams situation, and they're getting their gators and like your four wheelers stolen or whatever it might be. And now we're here where it's like you're telling a player one, the, if the head coach didn't even know that we, that his team or that the personnel, whoever it is, higher ups, is like, hey, Claypool, stay home, you know. And then he's telling them, no, it was his decision. It's like, why is there such a you know miscommunication? Disconnection, yeah, uh, yeah, disconnection I, bro, from whole, the players yeah, and that the, whole the thing coaching. is is wild. It it's I that's bro. It's coaching. I'm just I I you can't convince me. It is hard for me to blame any of these players without blaming coaches first. I'm sorry. I think of it like a business because that's what it is, right? When leadership sucks, everything else sucks. <clears throat> The yeah. job sucks. You could be a good person. You could even be good at your role. But because the environment sucks, you end up not performing as well. So then people look at you and go, wow, you suck at being X. And it's like, well, at my last job, I was good at it, right? And that's because you don't actually maybe suck as much as that you aren't able to thrive in this environment because you're not being nurtured, right? Like if it's a flower, they're not watering you. So you're not able to grow. And that's what I view with this organization. I really hope, because Kevin Warren, I think is such like, such the wild card. I really think he's going to get these motherfuckers out. Like it is because, you know, it's, you know, why I say that, you know, I say that because um, I got goosebumps. They, <laughs> I got goosebumps. You're saying that shit. Get those <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, um, the beat writers, cause I follow them and, um, they always talk about how soldier field, like the food is garbage, like for them. Right. And, and they go, we go everywhere else and the food is good. Like they take care of you. Right. 
you might think, oh, that's not important. I don't care about these beat writers, but it is in this instance, if you're looking at an organization and how it, it doesn't run well compared to other thriving organizations. Today, Dan Weaver, which is typically, he's more negative about stuff. He talked about how great the options were, were eating. And that's 100% due to Kevin Warren and the things he's changing within the organization. So the one bright spot on this season is I have full faith that Kevin Warren, because he's done it before, he did it for the Big Ten, he did it when he worked at the Vikings, he's going to come in here and he's going to get get shit right. And if that means getting rid of shit that's not working, bye-bye, Eberflus. It's going to happen. So all that rant is like, yeah, we have to kind of sit through this garbage and junk for a minute. But I really feel like Kevin Warren is going to put his foot down and he's going to be that the bad cop, which we have not seen yeah. in this organization, in this family run organization. So perfectly said, man, um, I'm going to go here. A couple more comments from the presser. DJ Moore um, on the game he said this one is a heartbreaker. And then there was another thing uh, or another mention about Claypool. This one's from Justin Fields. He was asked if he wants to chase Claypool on the team. He said, of course, he's a weapon. He just has to work on his display of his emotions. Me and him have had multiple conversations with that. So it kind of leans into what I mentioned earlier about maybe there being kind of like a outburst, unable to control his emotions in regards to being, hey, you're not, you're inactive today. And ESB, like I said, Claypool, it's very disappointing. Maybe we can touch on it here real quick. I want your your thoughts on it. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there was reports from Jordan Schultz, which we're going to try and get him on the pod here soon. Um, he reported, um, he's from ESPN, he said that essentially the, the Bears are looking to trade him. About a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick is what they're looking for. Uh, wide receiver needing teams, uh, needy teams, and there's a, quite a bit of them out right now. So it's like, do you want him? Do you want to just try to get rid of him, whatever you can, try to take get something in, in return? Or do you want to try and salvage that if, if it's not even possible, well, what do you think, man? Man, I don't want to do anything with these coaches. I'm sorry. I don't – it's yeah. salvage what? It's I almost like the time – it doesn't align. It's like I if he had another year, I'd be like, let's try to resolve it because, like, we could get new coaches in that use you to your ability, right, or whatever it is, yeah. whatever the beef is, whatever. But it's like this relationship's bad. So it is what it is. Like, it's we have so many issues – Chase Claypool is the last of them, to be honest. It is. Like, do I want him out there and I want him to be balling? I would love to re-sign him, yes. But we did. We Fields put up 300 without him. He could put up 300 yeah. without him again. He would add. He, he's better than EQ. But EQ made play Talent today. Was. Talent was. Yeah. EQ the made some plays today. EQ blocks. My problem is, why can't you have ESB and – um? Claypool active because like for me it's like yeah Justin called out his coaches too in in a sense you know and he, he kind of backtracked and everything Claypool like obviously there are some issues there when it comes to one his blocking you know he has some you know mental mistakes you know that Tampa drive where they had the screen to Herbert that worked but it got called back because he was blocking he thought it was a run play so it's like those little mistakes they are they are building on it but it's like if he was benched for – and he had the remarks we haven't talked about on the pod yet since it happened before the game or a couple days before, and he was like, you know, are they using the right way as far as Chicago and, and the coaching? And he he was like, no. And there was a, a more of an elaborate response. Um, yeah. You know, I think Courtney Cronin, she kind of shared the entire dialogue. It's not great, still not the best look, but it's like there's – why bench him if it's just – is it just for those comments? Is there other things we're seeing behind the scenes? It's like for me, he's still – talented enough where i think he deserved maybe an active spot maybe less 
plays or something like that. I just thought he deserved it just because yeah, the talent is, is still there. And it's and it's like it, it just pisses me off. That it's like, yeah, he's calling out what everyone else is seeing. Like we're all like, hey, the fucking coaches are terrible. Like they are not Garbage, using these guys correctly. Bro. Yeah, man. And and that's the oh that's the silver lining here. First of all, the Bears, they have the number one and number two spots in the first round of the NFL draft in 2024 right now. That they the Bears are at one. Panthers are at two because they hold their pick. So that's a silver lining. But no matter what, if they get one and two, they're not going to be here. Flus will not be here. I don't no. think he obviously gets. He probably won't be here. I believe Ryan Poles will stick around just because of yeah, what he's done. I think he deserves think that too, both on the I same page there. But it's like yeah. there's a silver lining here where it's like, yeah, we have these games remaining, you know, three quarters of the season left to determine, you know, is Fields going to be the guy? And this was a great jump. I, we should be talking about this in such a more positive light because this should have been about Fields and him doing what he was supposed to do against a bad defense. We saw Mitch take care of bad defenses. He did that in almost a better fashion than we ever really saw maybe Mitch. Obviously, he has the Tampa game but where he threw six touchdowns. But it's just like this should have been a, hey, confidence builder. We finally won. We snapped the losing streak. Like I was – 90% sure this was going to be a win and and we yeah. somehow coaching like we, we want to keep talking about but it's it's true man the, these guys don't really know what they're doing and at some point you got to be like hey Fluce he's just not it man you got to just have an interim coach someone on the staff I don't think you can bring can you bring someone in halfway through the season no or does it have to be someone uh, on the staff no you I don't bring, know you can bring someone in you can't you, can. you can't pull them from another team obviously well, yeah. yeah you could bring someone like lovey smith is on team we could hire can you imagine bringing like ben johnson the the lions all oh lions, you just steal, you just steal <laughs> him over throwing him the bag hey sorry detroit you're having a great season right now and he chases yeah. the money you know yeah. that would be hilarious. No, you can't do that yeah no no but like bring in fuck bring in lovey man just for the fucking fun of it like you know he knows the you know soldier field he knows how to get around in chicago bring him in i'm joking kind of but seriously he is I think Kevin Warren, there has to be, and you're probably not making it right now just because it is a quick turnaround. You're going Thursday, so it's not going to happen. No matter how much we want it to, it is probably not going to just come to fruition. So it's like, no, nah, that never you that, happens. You get that, that mini buy. Yeah. You get the mini buy after Thursday night. So if it's bad, then I think maybe, but the Bears have never fired anybody either midseason. Not so midseason. And do we even want them to at that point? Yeah, just cheat, keep chasing that perfect record. <laughs> yeah, like, do we want, like, do we want to turn the season around at that point? Like, a, a perfect situation is games like this, bro. Fields goes off 300, four touchdowns, yeah. one interception, something like that. You know what I mean? And we lose. And we just keep losing. That's literally what Fields did last year, except it was more with running. You know what I mean? It was like mm -hmm. he'd, he'd run for great, you know, crazy numbers, and then we'd lose. So just keep it going. Like that's all. This we, we got a comment here from X. He goes uh, on YouTube. He goes, I told you headline after today. Welcome back. Love you, Smith. I remember that on that's our pregame pod. He did call yeah. it. He spotted. He I said, finally, which I was close, man. You were. I was close. Uh, uh, I want to say my bold prediction was correct, though. I said Fields was going to go for like 300 plus yards. And what? I said like three touchdowns or something like that. Mm -hmm. I think my bold prediction was. So he still hit it. Didn't think we'd yeah. lose. I didn't think you'd hit the bold prediction and lose. Now, I did miss on my bold prediction of like two turnovers. That didn't happen. That defense had no turnovers in the slightest. Man. So. There was yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember my bold predictions here. Um, yeah, I might not I, I, I think next time, but 
we need to start doing that just to hold ourselves accountable for God's sakes. We're trying to, you know, keep the coaching staff accountable, which is, you know, pretty easy <laughs> to do. So I actually, I have a column on, on, like I said, uh, that I put up sportsmarker.com every week. It is my three bold predictions. I just don't know. I try to align them with our bold predictions for the pod. Mm. So I put Justin Field passes for over 250 yards. I got that. Good. I, I was yeah. trying to, I wanted to say, I wanted to set the bar at 300, but I was like, man, I want to be a little bit more realistic, but he did it. Thank God. I had bears defense gets two plus sacks. Yeah. Don't think they did that. They got one for sure. They got one for sure. Uh, Sanborn tripped up Russell. They, and got one, was like bro, they finished with one. They finished yeah. one. The Bears ended up allowing four again. Oh my God, dude. They are just somehow he just gets sacked so much. Borm gave up <laughs> two alone. So he you know, looks think, but, Yeah. Braxton think, Jones. We don't have. No, no, that wasn't Jones. That was Borum. Jones isn't in because the IR. No, we need him back. That's what I'm trying oh, to say. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 absolutely. And then also Darnell Wright, which rookie talk, having a good season, but he still has those rookie moments almost every game where it's like, yeah, Oof. but I'm, yeah, he still, that's yeah, fine. he still looks good. Yeah, I'm like whatever. It's it's these Ooh. other I'm like you've been in the so league my for final three to four years. My final prediction, like I said, do three of them. I said Bears snap their 13 game losing streak. That's right. I'm predicting the Bears will break it. Uh, which they, I'm joking, but it'd be hilarious if it ended in the tie. So that was my predicting the win. Almost came, it almost man. did. Almost, almost came to fruition. Um, anyways, it is what it That's is crazy. at this point. I know, man. We do have a oh, we do have a question though from K down here. He said, "I like Houston offensive coordinator for the next head coach. What y'all think of him? I don't even know who their offensive coordinator is. I know that bring uh, it up, uh, Bobby that, uh, Slowick. But what's his name's been going off? Uh, Ohio State quarterback. God, Why can't think of his Shroud, name? Dude. CJ Stroud, yeah. He's been playing well, especially for a rookie. So they have more weapons than like what Bryce has, which is thank thank the Lord, because we need them to continue. Yeah. Continue so Bobby Slowick, um, for those that don't know, he's an American oh, <laughs> I'm reading his Wikipedia. I'm like, he's an American football coach. Um, <laughs> of course. He's the OC for the Houston Texans. He previously served um for the Washington Commanders and San Francisco 49ers. Interesting. I, obviously, I haven't really dug too much into. I can't wait to. I think that's going to be some fun pods to get into, some good articles to write as far as just like kind of revamping the coaching staff. Whether it's with Fields, you're going to have so much capital with, you know, come April in the draft. So it's going to be very fun. But as far as OCs, I haven't really dug too much into them. So I don't know. I really like Ben Johnson, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ben Johnson. Big fan of him. Yeah. They got a lot of weapons, though, to be honest. But yeah, they balling out. Lions yeah. are balling now. I know Don Burr was in here earlier. I he said Detroit was there, but I had to share it because I'm like, you know what? You deserve you deserve it. You know what? It's good to see Lions fans happy. You guys, you guys are basically a, a worse situation than us. So it's nice to see y'all <laughs> happy about your situation. Yeah. But yeah, we need an offensive coordinator in here. I can't do the defense. I, I love defense so, too. Man. I'm, a, I'm a defensive guy. We got to get offensive mind in here. For those uh, watching on YouTube, this is. Uh, this is the Houston head or OC. Um, and then Ben Johnson. I like him a lot too. Ben Johnson. That's not Ben Johnson. Yeah, that's not Ben. That's a uh, track <laughs> stuff, Ben Johnson. You have to anyways. We'll, we'll we'll have another pod where we're going over uh, you know, these guys and 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 hopefully I mean I can't believe we're here already. You know, it is kind of disappointing. However, mock like season. I said, it is yeah, mock season and but the verdict is still not on on Justin Fields. So we'll close no. with this. Vicky, we have a quick turnaround against, you know, Washington Commanders. We like to do this every, you know, after every game, kind of what is our prediction record-wise for the rest of the season? So maybe this would have been different if we get a win. I think your last prediction, you still had us going. Our, it was like, what, zero to three games? 
Yeah. Hey, it was well, it was before that, it was three to five, and then it was zero to three. So okay. But like give me like a concrete where where are you feeling right now? Yeah, we're gonna remaining win. schedule. We're uh Fields is gonna it I think Fields is gonna play well again on Thursday. I think he is. I yeah. think he is. I don't know what it's so I think we're still gonna lose. I think he's gonna play well, and I think this is going to continue kind of like how what the Patriots thing was. And if I'm wrong, then fine. That's because it doesn't matter because then we're just getting Caleb Williams. Best so case scenario, though. Wrong. Yeah, best case scenario, though. I actually think Perhaps, he's going to win like one or two games for us. We're still going to lose the rest because his defense is garbage. We've given up 25 points in 14 straight games. So until that changes, we're not winning many games. So I'm going to say zero to two. Okay. And concrete, concrete, I'm going to actually go on the higher end on that because it's really not that high. I think we win two games. We go two and 15. Okay. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick here. I'm I'm gonna be bold. I'm gonna I'm gonna go 0 and 17. I don't think they're gonna be. This is the one. This is the one. I think it's gonna spiral out of control. I think the coaching staff will have a big key or big reason to kind of why we're not gonna win a game. It's hard when you have. It's so incompetent that it's gonna be tough for these guys to overcome it. Like you, you had a chance here, probably your best chance you're gonna get the rest of the season to beat up on a team that's 0 and 3. They're having their own issues. And, and now they feel great. You know, they're probably feeling a lot better out in Denver. So for me, I, I, I'm going to just stick with 0-17. I think I do think they have like a cap of maybe two to three as well as far as getting some wins. It really depends on how they bounce back this week against Washington because this is a this is a tough loss. Like they like I talked about, they mentioned, the, you know, locker room. It's just down. You can kind of hear a pin drop like these players needed this win. And, and so did the coaching staff and really so did the franchise. So it's it's tough. Next Six game stretches against Washington Commanders, the Vikings, who score points, beat, came back and beat Carolina. Thank you, Kirk Cousins, today. Kept us, uh, you know, in the one and two slots for the draft next year. Love that. Uh, Raiders, you got the Raiders. Who, that could be a win. I could see that. They are kind of struggling, I believe. I'm not sure how they're playing right now, but then you got the Chargers, Saints, Panthers. So there are some winning, winnable games. It's just you would have liked them to kind of use this one as like a catapult, some momentum heading into this stretch where there are some games where you could see some W's possibly. So for me, if Fields comes out and continues to light it up, goes on that streak, like you said, I think that would be obviously amazing. But it's just like at this point, man, who knows what's going to happen? It's demoralizing. Mm. This one was tough. No, it definitely is. Uh, here's a question too. And sorry if I mispronounced your name. Let me know. Uh, Sigua Bor. And where are you from? Is that Swedish? Looks like a Swedish name. Let me know where, you, uh, where you're from in the chat. And then let me know how you know how to pronounce this so I can get it right next time. Sorry about that. But he asked, do we draft Caleb and ruin a QB or stick with Fields? And I'm going to go first. If Fields plays at the end of the season and you go, wow, that was like a – like we saw progress. He goes for like 3,500, maybe like 700 rushing, you know, 600, something like that, like a good d dual dynamic quarterback, but we still lose, mm -hmm. right? And even if he has like – even if he has like 12 interceptions, 14 or something like that, but he has like 30 touchdowns, I'd say stick with them. You can build off that with a good coach. You could with a good coach. You could build off that instead of having to restart with Caleb Williams. But if he doesn't meet those type of standards, and it's just like, yo, he's not having three hundred yard game. Like this, if this is Fields' last three hundred yard game, then we have to go Caleb Williams. And so if he doesn't live up to standards and can get like those yards, and we don't see, you know like game more games like this doesn't have to be perfect obviously but like more games you walk away and go that wasn't field's fault then you got to go with caleb's but that's my opinion what about you dave 
Yeah, it's too soon to really make a decision on Caleb Williams. Uh, it's fun. Like the the good news is you are in the spot. You are in the driver's seat with both the first and second overall pick. Like so, you can't be in a better spot right now if you are the Bears as far as just like. Kevin Warren and maybe the GM Ryan Poles coaching staff. No, you don't feel fucking good. You you might not have a job tomorrow. Like it's bad. However, as far as the outlook for the next couple of years, it really could change with this draft and how Justin Fields plays. So Fields, he still has time. We talked about early in the pod this episode. This game, he had some moments. That fourth quarter especially was rough, and we we haven't consistently see him be able to kind of close out games or make some big plays. Almost seems like there's always a turnover coming in those type of scenarios, and it's it's being reoccurring. And it's hard on him, I understand. And the coaching staff is not putting him in the best you know situation in these um, you know kind of must passing drives like where you have to throw the ball. They're not helping him out. So for me. Definitely, you know, have to see how these games play out, these next 10, 12 games. If he can go on a run, like you said, Vicky, that's awesome. And I think I'm rooting – at the end of the day, I don't want to talk yeah. about, like, the draft. It sucks. But yeah. at some point, we're going to have to. And I'm hoping it's a quick turnaround, which is great, because, like, this game, I want to get it out. I don't care what happens on Thursday. This one is tough. I need it out of my brain. So we have a quick turnaround Thursday night, Washington. However, it could get ugly, because that defense is tough. And – and we're going to see. So I think it's you got to get Fields at least a couple more games. You know, this one is a win for him as far as just keeping him around. Yeah. And we'll see. But there, like I said, three games where it's like, eh, and then you don't know. But this one, absolutely. You saw yeah, some things. He, he was great, this man. Is, he was great yeah, when he was This is a on. trend. This is a trend. We're good. Like, that's that's what you want. Anticipatory, uh, anticipatory throws today. Throws with pressure in his face. Like, he yeah. looked great. So, again, one game. Let's stack on it, and I'm and I'm I'm feeling like he's going to stack on it, and I feel like yeah. this defense is going to. Yes, yeah. I think one of my biggest things for for today, I, I I put it on where I said there was there was a lot of growth. You know, there was a, a play third down, I think in the third or second quarter, where there was um, a blitzer, blitz on both sides coming from the safety or the corner and fields. There was no hesitation, even though he knew he was going to take a hit. And this was the ball to DJ Moore where he got cracked, kept the yeah, ball, contested catch. Yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. we saw a couple of these plays where Fields clock, where he was getting the ball out on time. He was he was understanding, hey, I'm just going to throw it. DJ Moore, he's not 100% open, but he's NFL open. And he took those shots today. And he also made the plays. Like the touchdown to Komet, the first one, I believe, up the seam, it was yeah, similar to where he missed Roshan Johnson. You know, yeah. where Roshan came open later, it was a little, it was a different play, you know, obviously as far as development goes, but it's like, we saw a lot of growth where he wasn't missing the easy plays. He was making the check downs. He was scrambling on that third down run uh, late in the fourth, you know, yeah, he needed his third nice. and 10 backed up inside the 20. He had yeah. time. He had some awesome. good run. Clutch line. Awesome. Yeah. But it's like, again, you saw some things where it's like, you love it. But at the end of the day, the bears kind of, they they spoiled this one, man. Like coaching staff and the Bears is a fucking franchise. They somehow screwed this one up too. And, and they do. They continue to fail him. But at the end of the day, man, this is a good game for him. We're going to see if he can continue it on. We're going to find out really, really fast, which is great. Get this one out the win window. But for me, man, it's it's just at the end of the day, it's the Bears. And they're, they continue, <laughs> to, let it, continue to let us down. It's the fucking Bears, bro. This is the fucking Bears. This team, bro. Yeah, <laughs> this is the last perfect comment to to end on. Shane Ward said, "Have faith." That's all we got, bro. They keep taking more and more of it away from me, but 
I have a little hope that Fields can bounce back, and I I hope he does. Have it. faith. It's, it's all we can do. But God, absolutely, Jesus. Well, hey, I don't know about you, man. I'm gonna go get some dinner. Uh, if you guys, first of all, thanks for everyone who tuned in. This was a great chat. Like, obviously, love yeah. you having you guys. I don't know why you guys tune in after this one, but we appreciate <laughs> it. You know, Thank we're you. here. We're gonna be here all season. So if you enjoyed the content, you enjoyed the video. Uh, make sure to go ahead and leave a like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. It really does help the channel grow. And first of all, we just love the community. We want, we love the the, the viewership and just be able to kind of talk back and forth with you guys and kind of have somewhere to vent. So, Ficky, man, anything you want to say before we get out of here? No, I just got to double down and say, like, yo, I appreciate you. Appreciate all you. We got people all over the world, like Iceland in here, Seriously. right? And, and a lot of repeat people in here and new faces as well. So, again, we appreciate you guys coming in here, giving your thoughts, listening to us talk. You know, it's tough being a Bears fan, but there's one thing about the Bears which I love, and is that's other Bears fans. So, like, you know what I mean? The ship may be sinking, but we're in it together. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get some wins here soon, and we won't always have to be sad and depressed. But but until Absolutely, next time, man. right? Well, hey, quick turnaround. We're gonna be back Tuesday. We'll have uh, we're gonna have a good guest on, I believe, too. So we'll preview. We'll we'll, we'll finish up talking about this game. And, you know, some things that we see from the All Twenty Two. Obviously, there'll be a couple press conferences uh, from Monday. And we'll just kind of preview the Broncos, or I'm sorry, the Commanders game and kind of finish up with our final thoughts from this week's, you know, meltdown. But again, like the content sub, like the video. We'll be back Tuesday uh, and we'll see you then. Peace.